You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Dudes and ladies, welcome back to This Week in Gaming. Am I saying that right? Gaming? God. What does the kids say? They, Gamin. It's, um, they it's say like Fortnite when... Fortnite dance, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, something about Fortnite. You play it on your phone. T-pose. Something about chicken dinners. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> kids play them. They got the little Marios going around, you know, but they got, they're shooting each other, but it's like... Yeah. The yeah. P- they're shooting the Pikachus. We're going to... Yeah. Exactly. I, mean, I still believe in natural selection, so hopefully they're playing on their phones in the middle of the street. They're all like, I choose you, and then they dab. Yeah. I don't, yeah. That wasn't even a joke. They're just that, doing that. <laughs> they, they are. <laughs> you know, like I went, it was one year I went to AAC, and there were a couple of fursuiters hanging around, and I went like, oh my God, can I get your picture? Because like, they did a really fucking good job. Yeah. And they both dabbed, but this was before I knew what dabbing was, like way before I knew what dabbing was, and I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. That's kind of a cool pose. And then it, like, it, boom, meme Exploded. culture. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Ruined. Oh, God. Forever. We were walking. We were on a walk the other day with boss man Kev, Nicole, and myself. Mm. And uh, we were, Nicole and I were discussing something about dabbing. And uh, Kevin's like, I don't even know what that is. And he was, like, in the lead, so he couldn't see either of us. Yeah. Nor did he care to. So... I was like, Kevin, imagine if like you try to point to the horizon with one hand and sneeze into the inner elbow of your other hand. <laughs> and he goes like this and he dabbed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, see, that's the perfect description. <laughs> it is. I oh. hate it. I anyway, I before I get too off track. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're going to talk to you about some game stuff, whatever those are. I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. I am Death Destroyer of Worlds. Ooh. <laughs> but it's Dest- it's D-E-F. D E A F, G just D E F, but it's death still destroyer of what? Pronounced death as in like dying death, but it's spelled deaf. The F's are silent; they make a th sound, <laughs> like ph. Anywho, I'm leaving so- you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh, so it's God. This whole week feels like it's been a month long. I don't know if it's Seriously. just me, but no, no, it's not just you. So let's let's kick it off. What have you been playing this week, Destroyer of Worlds? Um, pretty much only one game, and that's uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, I picked it up last Friday. Is it super good, or are you just like dedicated to get through it? A and B. Okay. Um, it's huge. Like I've literally I hit my twenty hour mark yesterday, and I still have only explored a quarter of the map. Yeah. There was someone on Reddit that took a screen cap of Assassin's Creed Odyssey with like their character and a whale. And I thought it was yeah. Abzu. And I'm like, is this is this a new Abzu, but like an Unreal Engine? And I'm like, oh, it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What? Yeah. Like I just like recently I got to Greece, like Athens. It's obviously it's all of the Greek islands, but I got to Athens and like standing next to the Pantheon. It's to scale. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's oh my! Fucking like, huge. Or like you, in your hometown, there's a giant statue of Zeus. When you climbed Zeus's dick, it was. Like I was twice there for that. Your character. It's terrifying. 
It's probably never it's mind. Officially, the biggest dick in video games. I think. <laughs> I think it might be second only, or no, not second, but uh, outclassing only uh, Satan from Dante's Inferno. Yes, yes. Well, oh. this is a stone dick. Yeah, this one too. had no jiggle physics yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, it no was jiggle. like both flaccid and hard at the same time. Oh. Whereas Satan's was just like horse cock, just <laughs> <laughs> waggling around in the wind. My God. Fucking weird. I want to play that game again just for the sake of I haven't been through the ninth, like nine circles of hell in a while. But you also can't stream it because of that. I think I can actually. I've been like, I need to look into a little bit more because I know Twitch has a list of games that you specifically right, can't yeah. play these games. And of course, that's a very specific list of things with like rape in the title. Right. And things that are like the names sound more of like the names sound offensive enough. I wouldn't even like the name is offending me. Right. So like, yeah. but there are things like, I don't know if we would be allowed. I have to look at their rules and regulations and whatnot to play something like Deep Space Waifu. Yeah. I'm not going to just chance it because the right. last thing I need is a black mark on my streaming record. At the very least, you could just hit up support. Right. So, but I think that would be like, even if we have to remove the nude patch so everything looks awkward and mannequin-like, which is probably going to scare some people more so than like actual nudity. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, Annabelle and I have been playing that like the last few nights after well, yeah, streams to, to unwind. Yeah. And it's great because it's a bullet hell. I mean, it's yeah. I'll I'll get into that because I'm gonna just be talking <laughs> about that for a while. But uh, but yeah, back that, to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That's that's literally all I've been playing. Okay, yeah. I, I but, spent a couple days of like six hours at a go, and yeah. I was like, wait, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> literally, oh. though, getting up and being like all hunched over, but like with cowboy legs, how they're all bowed, like yeah. after they ride a horse for a long time. That's from sitting in the gaming chair. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, we should like install a little like those motors that help old people get out of their oh chairs. Oh my God, I wish. But like it's on a timer. So every now and then you're just like, where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> oh, oh, going up. <laughs> and then you stand up and then it just works its way back down so well, you can sit again. My problem is, is when I game, I get very aggressive when I sit. It's true. So I put a lot of weight into my heels, like into the ground. Like uh, if I was sitting in gotta dirt. Gotta hold your ground against the boss If monsters. I was sitting in dirt, you could like see the indent of you would, like where I push my heels. You would end up digging yourself a hole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because it's just the way that you sit yourself. Merry Christmas. We got you stirrups. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Pretty much. Uh, but no, that's it. That's is that all bad coffee or good apple cider? I No, I think all of the swirl in my coffee was at the bottom and it's officially all gone. So it oh. just tastes like shit. Is Dunks, Dunks doing coffee. apple cider again yet? Yeah. Yeah. Already? Okay. Pretty sure. I, I feel like it probably started um, at the beginning of the month. I, I know that. Uh, yeah, no, they are. Because um, shout out to Jim O'Connell was like, yeah, you. I think you have to get your New England card revoked if you have Dunkin's apple cider. And I'm like, screw you. I'm a trash person. Give me so the garbage. Good. It's so good, though. <laughs> screw you. Like, I'm a basic white bitch. I, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys both worked at Dunk's. Oh, yeah. Isn't it just like powder? No, no. It's, apple it's, cider? it's in a like a, uh, like, like, a paper container. Oh, yeah. So it's like oh. it's actual saw, apple cider. Okay. I saw boxed water today. Yeah. I didn't know that was like a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it it's done up in a manner they that looks like it was a, from the makers of Cards Against Humanity. They sell yeah. it at Price Chopper. I like it aesthetically. I think it's very silly. Like, though. yeah, I almost bought one for the novelty. Yeah. I mean, it's better, I guess, environmentally after it the is. fact than plastic. If you're going through as many boxes of water as you are bottles of yeah. water, then yeah, much better for the environment. Yeah. They just, I think that they have to assess, is it like... 
are they using are they wasting more resources making these boxes than we are wasting resources by throwing these pa- plastic bottles yeah, away? Yeah, it all depends and then it comes on down like, to that. if the packaging is made out of recycled product or if it's right. non-recycled. If See, it's I, I personally pulp. think that uh, we should all just switch to re- reusable water bottles. Which as soon as um, Streamlabs lets us do reusable water bottles, I, you know I'm going to be plugging the shit out of that. Yeah. Be like, hey, go get your BPA free yeah dude water bottle. Yeah. Like, and I drink have, your water out of it. Save the freaking planet. I have my stainless steel one that I I accidentally kind of took from work. And it's the best thing I've ever owned. Those dual wall insulated ones are just, yeah. they're so nice. It doesn't get condensated. It keeps oh. everything cold for like 20 hours. It's crazy. The fuck? The only sad part is if you have like a narrow mouth one, you can't get ice cubes into it comfortably. Yeah. Unless I, you get those like elongated ice cube trays. The noodles. Yeah. <laughs> they're like frozen noodles. Yeah. I was one of those. So... Speaking of frozen noodles, what have you been playing this last week? <laughs> Actually, that's 100% appropriate. It is. Because is I, it? I, I'm literally in the middle of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's DLC, The Frozen Wilds. Oh, good. Frozen noodles. <laughs> wow, what a great segue. It really was. <laughs> what a great accidental segue. So I, I'm like really close accidentally to beating the game again. So I was like, I'm going to put this off for a little bit and I'm going to play the DLC and try to completionist the DLC. And then I'll go back and beat the game one more time and then probably New Game Plus and start all over again and play the game for a fourth time. <laughs> and I was like in the middle of a dungeon, I guess I would call it. like Essentially an, what would be their instance, version of a do- dungeon. An instance. And I was like, oh, fuck, we have to go like do a podcast. I, I have to save. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this through uh, at all. That's the world I want to be in right now is like when... When you get so involved in a game that you're lost in it for a while, forget what time it is, and then you're like, oh, no, I have things I need to do. Yeah. I better pause this. I was like, I got, it's like 5.30. I have a couple hours. I'll let you borrow just... Assassin's Creed Odyssey then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, goodbye, life. See, I never got into the Assassin's Creed games. I know. Well, this this is a good one to get into because it's not like any of the other ones. It cool. doesn't look It actually like, plays good. It doesn't look like it's like any of the other ones, honestly. Between Odyssey and I Origin. I can hear Nate screaming from here. Odyssey and Origin are my two favorites, and they are the last two to come out also i know he's not listening to the podcast but shout out to nate baldwin yeah he's got like eight kids so he's a little busy (laughs) he actually i I went hey what are you doing thursday want to hang out and he was like i actually just picked up another job and i'm like are you trying to have like an even amount of jobs and kids and he was like yeah one for each kid oh my god because i think he's working three jobs now and going to school full-time and raising four children and his wife is still going to college while working two jobs or some crap like There, there comes a point where you have so many jobs you're not actually making money like, I really like, want to, <laughs> I want to ask him where he gets his Coke, but like, where do you, how is he buying time? Jeffrey Fire Department. Yeah. <laughs> they Literally. just like, they just go down there and they're all in like, they're shirtless with the suspenders and the fire pants and they're just like snorting Coke off each other's chest or something. I don't know what's going on down there. It's a wild time. What do you think the fire hose is used for? <gasps> Coke? Yes. <laughs> the yes. whole fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Scarface. I would like to eat it, snort it, and also rub it in my eyeballs. I all want at the it same in time. and around my body. <laughs> uh, so this is what your third or fourth time through Zero Dawn. Technically, it's my third. I started third. the. How game. many times through this DLC though? Second. This is just my second. Okay. But I beat the game. Uh, once. But I've started the game many times. I started it once, and then you guys got me my own PS4. And yes. the transferring of information didn't work, so I started again. Hooray! <laughs> and then I beat the game, so I started again. So I'll beat it again, and I'll start it for a fourth time. Nice. 
Because Sarah has commitment issues in starting new new games. Do you I, <laughs> do you have the like the art book for Horizon yet? No, no, that's on my Amazon wish list. Mine too. Okay, it's been for a long time. I wanted to get it for you for Christmas I'm starting, that year it came out. I'm starting to feel like Horizon is like your to you what Portal is to me. Yeah, it is. It Absolutely. really is. The, I never the thing thought, that consumes you entirely. I never thought it would be, but it's like I've bought this game what. Like twi- twice well, now. I've bought it twice. Yes. For me. <laughs> Once. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like you've gotten enough hours out of it for buying it it's, twice. Yeah. So it's been well worth it. <sighs> what have you been playing? Because that's all, all like, I got. Okay. So I, I decided, at least in my case, because I played like a bunch of different shit during the week. Usually I'm just going to focus on the things I actually gave a shit about this week. Fair. Uh, Outlast. Yes. Incredible. Yes. Uh, I was very worried when we finished up last week that I was going to get back to it this week and have that whole Fallout New Vegas mentality in mind where it's like everything just looks like it's in the Fallout universe because for whatever reason, Unreal Engine 3 and for the life of me now, I can't remember the uh, engine that they used. Gamebryo. Gamebryo. Thank you. I knew there was a Biobryo something in there. Uh, The Gamebryo engine that was used for Fallout. And my brain was like, oh, something about the way that they skinned them just looks too similar. And I... So that took a lot of the horror aspects out of it. But as soon as we picked it back up this week, I was just right back into it. Yeah. I feel I was, like getting into the horror aspects kind of makes you forget what yeah. it looks like. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about my thoughts on the end game. If you haven't listened to it yet or haven't played the game yet and intend to uh, skip ahead like a few minutes yes. to miss that. Yes. But the game came out in 2013. Like I'm... Uh, yeah, I, th- I feel like we should... I'm amazed that I hadn't had it spoiled. I know. So I liked a lot of the aspects of like the run and hide. It was really well done. Yes. Uh, running away from big toothy grin guy. Uh, oh, was, the big, big little pig? Yeah, big little pig guy. Chris Walker. Yeah. yeah, that was great and horrifying. Yes. Running away from most of the little goons was horrifying. <gasps> I was really unfortunately let down with uh, the wall rider. Yeah. Because he like he appeared and it it wasn't like he appears and it's obvious I'm supposed to run. I mean, yeah. I guess it was a little bit. I, I I was like, what are you? What are you doing? And then he just like instantly killed me. There was not really a scare factor to get me to run in the yeah. first place. And then it just became frustrating. So I'm like, OK, I guess I'm running now. And, and then, then it's not clear where you're supposed to run sometimes. Yeah. And because he can kind of like teleport to different spaces, there's not that concern of like, oh, if I loop around this way, he's going to be right behind me. And then I have to figure out my way out without going back through him. Yeah. I was like, I can just run this way. There he is. Turn around and go back the way I wanted to go. Yeah. And I mean, the ending, I don't know if you'd even call it a boss fight. It's just like it felt very anticlimactic. I'm kind of glad that it was like the way that it was because I would have been very frustrated if I had to fight my way through him while trying to get where I was going. I will say I want you to play Whistleblower at some point, even if you don't stream it. But I really need you to play it because it really does it fill in some of it. It ties everything together. And it's like, okay, this was fucking awesome. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I do really want to play it. And then I eventually want to pick up two and play the second one. Yeah. Because I, st- I watched Markiplier play through like the, probably the first half of that game. Yeah. And it looked real good. It got so confusing watching him play because everything was so dark. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. But yes, LS. I do agree. It's like sometimes the game wasn't clear if it's like, is this supposed to happen or am I supposed to run? Am I supposed to die or am I not supposed to die? Yeah. But I mean, this was a f- five years ago release indie title. It. 
So it I aged think, well, I will yeah. say. Like it's still like a because fan aside favorite. from aside from some of the few areas that were like a little confusing and frustrating, the game itself really holds up. Mm-hmm. So kudos. Uh, and then, of course, as my like eye bleach for the end of the day when we're done streaming <laughs> yeah. and I need to be able to sleep at night. Uh, of course, last week I had told you I picked up uh, Deep Space Waifu Fantasy, yep. the new DLC expansion for Deep Space Waifu. Yeah. And I have been playing the Dickens out of that. Annabelle's been playing like, well, not playing, but like sitting over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. We've been playing and talking about it. And I was explaining why this game is so incredible, because like. It just looks like you're shooting the clothing off of big ladies, which I mean, it is. But to be able to execute a bullet hell as well as they did and give a shit about the game is a whole nother level for the plot. Yeah. Well, it's a whole nother level because like (laughs) I had anticipated I'm spending two bucks on this. All I'm going to get out of is a bunch of anime titties and a really shite game. That's what that's what you expect (laughs) when you're going into like a porn game is you're like, well, uh, basically it's it's mostly going to be focused on the art. The, your lewd arts and then the gameplay comes secondary but this felt like the gameplay came primary and then the art was just kind of like there and another driving force they wrote a story around it yeah they did the whole thing like with uh, the original deep space waifu as you're selecting because each uh each girl you're dating quote unquote is a, a level basically yeah and to navigate the levels in the first one you have a little handheld device and it's basically tinder you swipe one way to for okay. no one way for yes yeah to either start the level or go to the next one and with fantasy, they did it in the style of an RPG overworld map. So they had like oh. you have you start here or here, you pick one, you beat it, you unlock a couple more, and then you can work your way through. You have to beat them all to find a key to get through to the final boss. It was it's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, the music is still on freaking point. Like the soundtrack is honestly the best part of that game. It's like soundtrack, game mechanics, artwork. Yeah. In that order. Which is really funny because like you if you were to just explain to somebody what the game is, they'd be like, oh, yeah, a titty game. Yeah. Yeah, a titty <laughs> like, game. No, not but a titty like, game at all. As someone who also plays a lot of titty games. Yeah. Uh, I could tell you that it's this is well executed. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, we were just like hang around, talk about the soundtrack. I have 100 percented Deep Space Waifu and Fantasy. I'm now going to play. I'm in the middle of 100 percenting Flat Justice, the original first expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're trying to remove the stereotype and barrier between well-endowed women and flat-chested women so that they can Finally. be on the same side. I'm so glad somebody is and on that. It's <laughs> it's so <laughs> cheesy and great. And the main character for all three games is very self-aware yeah. um, of like what's going on. And it's, it's just really funny. Um, also, I thought was interesting is all three games have exactly 69 achievements. 200 percent them amazing that is so that is the goal <laughs> I, I looked at it and i went nice <laughs> so i'm like now i have to 100 percent them yeah because it's nothing hard it's to legitimately just beat the game essentially twice yeah. you beat it once you unlock one hand mode where it shoots for you and you just move the mouse which is the same as mouse only mode where you're clicking i can only imagine it, it why goes would... congratulations one-handed mode so it leaves your other hand free for stuff <laughs> Drinking juice. Yes. <laughs> peeling, peeling oranges. Yes. Reading your Bible. How do you peel an orange with one hand? Easily. It is. I can't Listen, do it. not all of us are culinary masters, I okay? To, if I'm using one hand, I have to like use my like breastbone to like hold it against me or something to get grab it leverage. Like that, and you squeeze I, and then you pull. Oh my. 
Yeah, I don't and that's know, without I, nails. Okay, I have nails, but you can do it without nails. I would just squirt orange juice in my eyeballs. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> you crunch. Just, It'd be like the uh, the beginning of Hardcore Henry when she's like, squeeze the apple, and just explodes. Still haven't seen it. Uh, honestly, it's I really like it, but it's definitely one of those like you have to really want to watch Hardcore Henry. I yeah. see, and I don't. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't need to take Dramamine before yeah. I watch a movie. <laughs> That's my only thing about that movie is I, I know that I can't watch it because I've tried and I got so sick. <laughs> the only yeah. time I can watch shit like that is when I'm playing a video game. Like if I'm playing Doom, totally fine because that's first person. Yeah. And it, well, because like, you're in control. Exactly. Your I brain know knows what direction you're going before it happens. So it sinks. Right. With Hardcore Henry, you don't know what's going to happen next. Like you have, I, I still think it's well executed for a movie in first person. Like it didn't make me, it, it honestly doesn't make me nauseous watching it. And they definitely could have done worse. But not much mm. does. But it's still an entire film in first person. Right. Yeah. Which if you're really into that cool. thing, I highly recommend checking it out. Yeah. Um, if you're not into that thing, you're still not going to be into that thing trying to watch it. Yeah. That's why I like I don't push it on people. If it's you just, are a little, if you want to watch it, I own it. And if if you're not, a little it's bitch, also on Netflix too. Little bitch like me who gets car sick real easy. Don't right. bother. <laughs> Which is weird car sick I, looking at the car. I get car sick if I'm like in the back seat. Yeah. And I for whatever reason, hardcore Henry, I'm fine. If yeah. I'm in the back seat, I get car sick only if I'm not on the driver's side. Yeah, that is weird. I have to be on the driver's side if I'm in the back seat. See, like, if I'm, I, that's why I usually, like, I, I was like, I swear, Annabelle's mother's just going to think that I'm always tired and, like, all I want to do is sleep or that I didn't sleep the night before. But I'm like, no, I just don't want to feel ill. So if I'm sitting in the back seat Take or I'm nap. riding as a passenger, I am, it's like, trying to fall asleep. Yeah. I will lay down and just, like, leave my eyes closed until my body goes, oh, we're sleeping now. So, it's just to keep yourself from being like, oh, I want to die. It's to keep me from like popping so many freaking mints that, you know. Yeah. You're crying from the mint. <sighs> right. That like, I don't want to be in my mouth anymore because it's just yeah. menthol. The <laughs> menthol <fresh> has. <laughs> <laughs> How do I clean up my dirty mouth now? The inside of your mouth feels like Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly the feeling. I hate it so much. That's why I don't do Altoids anymore. Yeah. Because they mess with the pH. And then it's just like you feel disgusting. You feel yep. like you have fish breath. Yep. It's terrible. Well, that's um, why you're only supposed to eat like one Altoid yes, every like 10 days. Because they're curiously strong. And <laughs> me. Because they're made out of acid. Yeah, they're basically just pure fucking peppermint. Pure menthol. This is not a mint podcast. It is, it is now. now. <laughs> we could make one, I guess. Um, but. but so the last thing that I've been playing this week is I reinstalled Animal Crossing Pocket Camp because okay. Halloween events. Yeah. I'm so ready for all the Halloween events, but all of them. Overwatch has started. So yeah. I like I started the game. I didn't play it. I started it just to like I had five loot boxes I hadn't opened. Jesus oh Christ. It was like one Halloween one, two gold ones and two regulars. Great. Nice. I've got like 10. Or no, it was two accounts. wrecking ball, two wrecking ball, two gold, two or sorry, and one Halloween one. Yeah, I got some skins. But when I was opening them, Blizzard was doing server maintenance. Great. So like it would pop up and say, you got a skin for this character, but I can't see it. <laughs> It's just no. invisible, but I Don't have it. open things up on a Tuesday. Apparently. Well, I, I completely spaced because I haven't played Overwatch in forever. Yeah. So I didn't even think about it. And I, I opened one and I'm like, why isn't it appearing? Like, they're fine now because yeah. like, they're done with the server maintenance and they're there. But and I was so happy I was able to afford Farah's um, possessed, not the possessed armor. That's this year's. But last year's um, Halloween costume. Ghoul armor? I think so. She's Something like. Along those lines. 
Yeah, she looks phantom-esque. Yeah. Um, which Hell yeah. real good. I like that the season later, they'll allow you to buy last seasons yeah. for like a quarter the price or less, depending. Yeah. I know Milo said that because he, start, he started playing the Halloween event. He um, got Sombras for this year. Oh. Frank and Sombra. Oh, I want it. Hell yeah. Yeah, basically, all... I'm looking for Sombra if May has one, which I don't know if she does. I don't remember. The... I like Wrecking Balls because he's a giant freaking pumpkin. But Wrecking Balls but, a useless character. Yeah, I don't play Wrecking Ball. Look, I kind of want the skin just for the sake of having it, but right, I'm not yeah. going to spend money on it. Well, it's kind of like I want all of fucking um, Roadhogs, but yeah. I don't play Roadhog. Like, I wanted Winston's Yeti one, which I ended up getting, but I don't play Winston. Right. It's just nice to have. <laughs> it's a collection <laughs> thing. Like, yeah, it, it is. Yeah. So, like, I'm really excited, hopefully, this weekend to hop into some Overwatch and play some of that, because they usually have a game mode, and hopefully, yeah, I don't another, know if it's, it's already It's another up. Dr. Duncanstein. Okay, I'm fine with that. Like, But it's, it's just another, it's a new one. Um, I'm really excited for Destiny 2's Halloween event now, because I knew they were going to do, like, the masks thing like they do with the first Destiny, when we were getting, like, Ingram masks and oh, wolf yeah, masks right. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, apparently, according to a Polygon article I read a few days ago, they are... Um, hosting a murder. You have yeah, to solve a yeah, murder, murder mystery. mystery. I and I'm like, that, that sounds idea. amazing. I want to. So, I want to go to a real life murder mystery. You have but fun. I, I don't want to participate. Like I just CSI wanna, or like the people that host a murder. Like, like CSI. Like an Agatha Christie like murder house murder mystery. Like where you go to a dinner party and then yeah. oh no someone dies. But I don't want to participate. I just want to be there. I got to participate in one of those <laughs> New Year's 20, 2011. Yeah. It was 2010 turning over to 2011, mm -hmm. I believe. We went to um, Jake's dad's place and they were hosting a murder. Oh. And so like they told us beforehand, like, if you want to participate, let us know. So I was like, yeah, I'm into this. So they send you like, here's the character you're going to be. Yeah. You don't know if you're the murderer yet. They're just like, here's oh. your type of character. This is how you should dress and act. So I was like this rich guy. So I borrowed a Blackberry from a friend because that's the thing that <laughs> at was the time. at the time. Blackberries yeah. were top notch. <laughs> um Borrowed a Blackberry from a friend, wore like my real nice Argyle knit, went in there with like a nice gold watch and uh, they give you like the pieces to act out as you're going along. And it was really neat because they get this. It was really well put together. Also, That's did you fun. see that we are apparently getting an escape room here in town? Yeah, it's oh. been in the works for months. Yeah, I just passed like right, the other day and nights. it was like escape the room coming soon. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're escape escape. Who am I? Escape the Room is becoming as kind of like concentrated as Mattress Firm. P.S. Mattress Firm just declared bankruptcy. Oh, so, oh boy. There's the T on that. It's, it's That's what you get for storing all of your money under your product. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I hate that you just made me laugh on that. <laughs> I wasted a good laugh on that. You son of a bitch. One good laugh wasted. You're welcome. That's it. So I'm done. <laughs> Over with. Show's no. been canceled. Sorry. Uh, Fuck you. So yeah, I've been playing Animal Crossing because I want <laughs> Animal Crossing Halloween stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to end up rebooting New Leaf eventually. I just haven't had the time to sit down and play something handheld this week. That's so, fair. But that's going to be my weekend, I think, is going to be between Overwatch, Destiny 2, and Animal Crossing. Yeah. That's my goal for this weekend leisurely i'm hoping not to like have to okay well let me put out my this is my hour and a half long block for overwatch <laughs> uh, then hour I, and a half so quarter of that's already spent just waiting for yeah. a game to yeah. launch well the hour and a half is uh scheduled game time there's another hour and a half scheduled wait time ah uh, 
I almost wanted to see if we could get the crew, the old uh, Control Alt Delete crew together, and like play some games. But because I think Hartwell still plays, I don't know about Corey, and I'm assuming that uh, Milo is still playing. Yeah, because like it's said, like it's playing, one of his go tos. He was playing yesterday. Yeah, it's he Overwatch was and the Destiny. Power went out. Like <laughs> how? Um, it, we were up. The power went out for like two hours. Yeah. the other night after the stream. Yep. And yeah, I remember that. It went back up around playing. like two something. He oh, playing. he was playing when it went out. Yeah. I thought you were like, like, like he had a generator or something yeah, and he was just, just like, PS4. he's playing while the power well, is out. See, and I was like, we have enough potatoes in our cabinets. <laughs> is it a man sized like, potato with these really nice legs? Those, no, those gams? No, it's not like that. Okay, no. <laughs> those gams. <laughs> no, I, I watched some of that when oh. you came to check you, in on Sarah. I also scared the shit out of Sarah. Oh my God, you did. You I did you, my burst into the room thing. Oh, no. Barged in, and the door also slammed up against the thing that's behind the door. And I really was like, "Fuck, something's on fire." Oh. And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> you were just like, <laughs> hi." And I was like, actually mad at you. You were for like, like oh, a no. hot second. <laughs> uh, yeah, that I played that this week too. Uh, Potato Thriller. Yeah. PT. <laughs> I there's a large part of me that wishes I could get those two and a half hours back. But also, I'm going to export those two and a half hours to YouTube so the world can enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been the same if Joe were not here. No. He really it, carried that stream. It would have been you for like 45 minutes and being like, I can't fucking do this. I, like, I don't want to do this. That real moment of tension, though, with the spinning bladed things like whirlwinds in that room. And that I was, was like so running scary. away, trying to hide, hide within potatoes, couch potatoes at that. Yeah. Like, that game is something else. <laughs> I like that it was very, uh, it, it was. I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it without being like offensive. No, because it was no like way. it wasn't good at articulating anything, but it still complimented you enough to be like, yeah, I guess you're worth keeping around. Yeah, it's like somebody made a game for their like kind of special friend. Yeah, and they want basically. their friend to First feel happy. Cousin Jimmy. They want their friend to feel happy, and like that's nice. But for the rest of us, it was a little off parts in the right place though yeah it was definitely something um um i already removed it from my head so i can just like have the vod (laughs) and if i ever need to reference it for anything yeah but there was that so that being said uh i'll bring you the uh list of games that are releasing next week uh i know at least one of them on this list i'm very excited for but we'll get to that yes so tuesday october 16th we'll see the release of lego dc super villains for ps4 xbox one switch and pc that's hell a yeah. lot of platforms yes huh? hell yeah yeah i've seen a lot of good like everyone's really excited about it again i always forget how much i love lego games until i play a lego game and they're yeah. so great they're always great um find my spot there we go warriors orochi 4 for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Double hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is like a really good week for games. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, October 18th, Siberia 3 for the Switch. We can throw I, out Thursday. I, I want to <laughs> just add an addendum. When I looked up Siberia to make sure that the, the date that I had was correct for the Switch release, it had horrible reviews on Steam. So looking forward to that. Great. <laughs> Uh, Friday, October 19th, Battlefield 5 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Triple hell yeah. Yeah, Dark Souls Remastered for the Switch. Dark Souls Trilogy for PS4 and Xbox One. 
And what I'm really fucking pumped for, Soul Calibur 6 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I think yeah. if I can afford Soul Killer Cal- combo, hell yeah. If I can, yes. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On point, thanks. So, if I can afford... <laughs> <laughs> if yes. I can afford to pick up Soul Calibur 6 uh, this month, I'm going to be like, that's going to be our shock fight game. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. I'm picking it up. It needs up. to be. For, so regardless, we're going to have and it. Like, if, what, uh, no, he, he's not allowed to use it until I'm well practiced. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, like, you can come down and supervise. Don't let me play it. But let me create a character because nope. I'm told that the character creator is so One of the good. characters added was a character creation and it's just a sexy lizard person. I'm so I saw excited. That. <laughs> if you're not like making horny lizard boys. It's a canon now. It's now it's a canon character. Yeah. Great. So Great. <laughs> Voted in by fans. I'm oh, excited though. Of course though. it was. I want to see how creative I can get with uh with the character creator. Yeah. I also found out that was it yesterday or um The World Ends With You dropped on Switch. It was originally a a DS game, not 3DS, just an original DS JRPG from Square Enix. That's hmm. why I've never heard of Typical, it. Typical, like, lanky kid with big shoes and shorts, yeah. spiky hair. Like, it was a very, very Bart. JRPG game. Was a JRPG Bart? It was. <laughs> jart. Looked just like Bart. <laughs> a Jart. Just but like I, Jart. It got fantastic reviews. Now, <laughs> it was that long ago. It got fantastic reviews on X-Play. Oh, God. It also got fantastic reviews from Matt. In 2005. Yeah. Uh, it got fantastic reviews from Matt. He said it was one of the best RPG. Or I, re- I don't want to paraphrase because like this was years ago he said this, but he said it was a really, really good game. So I wanted to pick it up, especially now that it's on the Switch. Uh, so I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to be looking at GameStop pretty uh, soon. Luigi's Mansion just dropped today on the DS. The yeah. GameCube original. Yep. I'm very excited. I just got, I got the email today from Nintendo saying, hey, buy this. I was like, mm. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I do have the GameCube version. I don't remember if I ever brought it down here. I don't think I did. You didn't. But I do have the original GameCube version mm-hmm. we can play. Oh, that would be so great. My mom thought it was very important that we have it. It is very important, especially <laughs> this time of year. My mom knows us really well. She does. So we're going to take a brief break and we're going to come at you afterwards with some stuff. <laughs> After that, whatever. After that, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't change that channel. <laughs> Do you love listening to This Week in Gaming? Do you want to see the crew start live streaming on Twitch again? How about geeky unboxing videos? Do you like those? And do you love hearing your name at the end of things you love? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you may suffer from Yaduditis. Thankfully, there is a cure. Talk to your wallet about Yadud Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows people who love things to help directly support those things they love to keep them running. We have many different prescription strengths, or reward tiers, to choose from, and they start as low as $1 per month. Don't suffer from Yaduditis for another day. Head over to patreon.com backslash Yadude and become a driving force behind the future of WYDG. Side effects may include becoming awesome, feeling connected, sense of community, a renewed love of gaming, and the knowledge that you're helping make our dreams a reality. Do not use Patreon if you are under the influence of alcohol. We are not responsible for any misplaced decimals in your pledge. That's patreon.com backslash Yadude. Pledge today. And welcome back. Uh, throw it on your way, Destroyer of Worlds, for posterity, uh, pleasure. Pusterity. Penumbra. Pneumonia. I don't know. <laughs> Pterodactyl. I'm getting perturbed. Get Go ahead. More? No, that was it. Well, 
Thank you. Uh, this yes. is This Week in Gaming, episode 79. We are recording this on Friday, October 12th. When this hits your earballs, it will be Saturday, October 13th. Yeah. <gasps> so glad this isn't another year where there's a Friday the 13th in October because people lost their fucking minds. And it's like, yeah, this, this is a day. That's Halloween's, when Halloween falls. Halloween's going to fall on October 13th. It's <laughs> the first time I, in 666 years. Yeah, what are the chances? What are the chances? Bitch. Fuck off. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Hold on. Let me let me just get no, real. Don't, get all up in there. Don't, up in there. Like, no, don't do it. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. What does that look like? Okay. It probably looks really bad. So we're going to talk about some stuff. Oh, actually, not that bad. It's because I'm whispering. I'm not talking my normal voice. If you're, you're eating the microphone. Stop! Ew! <laughs> you know where that's. Oh, okay. hi, Satan! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so uh, I'm just I'm full of tension all day, every day. Uh, to start the week off, Stardew Valley. Yeah. Uh, Stardew Valley is coming to iOS and Android. Uh, the full game, not a cut down version, and will play almost identically to all other versions, according to Stardew Valley creator Eric Barone. Uh, the iOS version will become available as of Wednesday, October 24th, while Android will hopefully be following soon after. Yep. Let's uh, be real. When can I get it on my Ouya? <laughs> <laughs> if you try hard enough now. Uh, the game will be $7.99, but will have no microtransactions within the game once purchased, which yeah. would make sense if it's going to be the full game already. I, I also, I know it's going to be $7.99 on the iOS, the app store, but I don't, I assume it's going to be the same price on Android. It'll probably be free on Android. Who fucking knows? <laughs> probably, because Android's me. like that. Yeah, who knows? I, I want it really bad, and I don't know when the Android version is going to come out. I'd love to try this out. I don't know if I want to spend $8 on a game I'm probably going to hate, so like... Fam, I don't know how you feel about this one. I feel like Stardew Valley really needs either a console or a PC. It needs yeah. something or a tablet. If you can do it on, a, like, if your iOS or Android device is a tablet, Probably. I feel like you'd be fine. Yeah. But because it's so resource management heavy, I don't want to play it on a phone. Yeah. And they had to, like, rework the UI to make it work with touch screens, which is fine. But it's like, if it's going to be mm. janky, though. If you're trying to cram a UI on a touch screen as well, your controls on a touch screen. Yeah. Like, it can be done well, but I don't see it being done well with a game like that. Kind of like I don't know how people play Minecraft on their phones or yeah. tablets. It's I don't or, fucking um, get it. It's actually not that hard to play Minecraft on the phone because I I I have it. Yeah, it's There's not that like hard, a, but it's not comfortable. It's like a dumbed down version of Terraria for phones. Yeah, and even that is it's like Terraria. 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 It's terrarable, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> so I don't know. Um. That's great for them. I, I, yeah. it's, it's nice that it'll yeah, work. And, you know, it'll probably make your scientists were so busy wondering if they could. They didn't ask if they should. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a problem. Ooh. Bluetooth controller. It though. big mood. If you if you were to if I had like a Bluetooth controller that would mount my phone as the screen on top and I could yeah. use that as my input, I think that would actually be fine. But if you're going to put this on iPhone and Android, I was going to say, why not also put it on the 3DS? But I guess because the 3DS market as compared to the Everyone owns a fucking phone market. And it's yeah. already on the Switch. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. But still. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that's a thing. Hopefully they make money with this. Um, I think you'll see a lot of like, it's got a very it's hardcore a, yeah, yeah, fan base. The people who follow it really follow it. Yeah. And they really get into it. Like Alan Nye. Yeah. yeah. They've played 
through so many farms and that it's ridiculous. Uh, moving on from there, ooh, this one will definitely correlate to me. PSN name changes have finally been announced. Hell yeah. Oh, so we, we, Jesus we, Christ. Hallelujah. We talked last week that what? like they're they're going to do it, but we don't know when. And uh, now, bitch. Yeah. Well, so not now. Sony officially but. announced this week that PlayStation Network ID name changes will become available in early 2019. Your first name change will be free, just like the Xbox Marketplace. And each subsequent, subsequent name change will cost $10. Or if you're a PS Plus subscriber, $5. Mm-hmm. Uh, beta testing for this will begin soon if you are part of the PlayStation Preview program. How does one beta test a name change? Just it. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> or nope, didn't work. Exactly. They they are like probably going to make sure that like as far as like addition to social networks and certain games and multiplayer scenarios that it works correctly across the board and not like okay, that I changed makes sense. my name from booby one to booby two and half these games think that I'm still booby one. I don't know why that was the only word I could think of, but like, I think it's just to like, they, they know it's going to work, but making sure that it is going to change all the names across the games that they, they want to work. Well, it's like me. I want to change mine to zero threat. Because yeah. I haven't been able to have zero threat. What is it right now? Madison zero O. Okay. Yeah. Which I, I see. I can't remember because every time I see your profile pop up on the uh, PlayStation, it's just Doctor Chef Jeff. Right. MDMG. <laughs> right. Or whatever the heck it's set at right now. But I think uh, that I think ties that's to what it is right now. Yeah, because I know mine pops up as Proxy Fox. Yeah. But I know that's not my handle. Right. Yeah. I had to go with Proxy, the Wise Fox, because Proxy Fox is already taken, likely by the chick who live streams League of Legends out in Europe somewhere. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you. You're awesome. But also, <laughs> how did we end up with the same name? Yeah, right. It's like I I'm, thought it was one of those like original things that no one else is going to think of, but I should have known with 8 billion people on the planet, someone yeah. else was going to have that thought. I'm fucking, Son of a bitch. I'm fucking pissed that Raw Zombie, the handle that I have had since late 2010, so eight years now, has been taken on Google fucking outlook by me but still google uh no not outlook on live at live.com it was taken on outlook and like psn and fucking twitch like who is out there pretending to be me before i am and then abandoning those profiles so i can't even have the username back if you use a username for a Gmail and then you abandon it and the account closes, Google doesn't release that name. The problem it, is it's like they never seem to close accounts. Exactly. Like I'm pretty sure I have an account still active with Walmart Connect <laughs> on dial-up. Yes. That I used to register my first Neopets account when I was 13. <laughs> Many moons ago. Anyway, um, not all games and applications will support this change. Uh, games that released after April 1st, 2018, as well as the most popular games that have released on PS4 in its entirety at all, uh, will support the changes. So, like, your lower, like, not-so-popular games that came out yeah. but like two your, years ago, it, it your probably Call won't. Of, your Call of Duties. Yeah, your, your... your CODs and all your normal, your Overwatches. If it's blah, a game blah. that you play and you are yelling toxic things at other players, then yeah. it'll be fine. Are you 12? Yeah, yeah it'll support it. Um, that, <laughs> st yeah. st step one, buy console. Step two, get online. Step three, learn your mom's a pedophile. Yep. Yeah. 
so Sony will be publishing a lo- uh, a lost a list of compatible games on PlayStation.com when the feature officially launches. So sometime in 2019, we're not exactly sure on that date quite yet. Yeah. But we will report on that when we know more. Um, next up, Legend of Zelda. Actually, I, I'd like you to read what I what I typed as the title for this one. The list, the Legend of Legend. I, I, oh, my, wow! My brain fucked up, and it did the meme thing. And my I, brain. I, I, t- I started typing. My brain saw the zine. I mean, I automatically yeah, went same. to Zelda. I went, "Why? What's wrong with it?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Because my brain, <laughs> my brain was like remembering the stupid meme where it's like the le- the Legend of Zegend, and then the leg of Zeg, and it's like it goes leg on for Zeg. a whole bunch of them. And I just typed Zegend, and I was like, "Ah, fuck! <laughs> I gotta keep it." So, a special version of the NES version of The Legend of Zelda has hit the Switch's NES library. Yep. Uh, players will start the game with all your all the equipment, plus a ton of rupees and items that will help you play the game. So, it's like a easier, dumbed-down version. It's basically the cheat-coded version of the game. Yeah. And beating the game once will unlock a more difficult version of the game called Second Quest. Yeah. Um, now, is this something that's included with if you get Nintendo's, like, online yes. service? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is one. Well, of the, I'm buying that tomorrow. Yeah, twenty dollars for a year. <laughs> yeah, right. It's really not that bad of a deal. But um, yeah. So it's a it's a little quick snippet. That yeah. it was at, it was originally actually a modded ROM. I read about it. It was a, it was originally like a modded ROM, and Nintendo's like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Can we have that? Yeah, we're <laughs> we're taking this now because it's our and property anyway. Honestly, if they were to do that with more games, we found this on a site we took down. Yeah. let's use it. <laughs> it's ours now. Cool ROMs. <laughs> Oh, rip. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there. I'm rip just going to like pip. power right on through these, I guess. Uh, the Walking Dead. So The Walking Dead, the final season's remaining undeveloped, unreleased episodes will be finished by Robert Kirkman, the creator, um, his company Skybound Entertainment, the creator of The Walking Dead. Yep. Um, his company called Skybound Entertainment. Uh, Skybound Entertainment was a company that Kirk- Kirkman founded eight years ago specifically to develop and license TV, film, and video game products associated with his particular creations. Yep. Which is um, super fucking smart of him, knowing oh, absolutely. that, like, okay, he created the Walking Dead comic, and people were like, we want to make a TV show, and he was like, gotcha there. Yep, mine. Here's, here's my company that you can't take from me, and I'm going to make sure that I have control. Right. And he has maintained control the whole time, and I like it. So the video game section of Skybound was only created earlier this year, uh, probably in anticipation of yeah. this happening. I would guess. And there's also the other Walking Dead game that's coming out. I would guess that as soon as Telltale laid off a bunch of people, he was like, mm, uh, yeah. I'm going to get on that. Exactly. Um, rumors have been flying around that some of the original Telltale team will be completing the final season's development, but nothing has been confirmed. Yeah, I keep seeing that flying around everywhere. I mean, he could have already reached out and been like, hey, I know you've already been working on one of my properties. Right. But I can't find any proof. I just see a lot of people saying the same thing over and over again. I like to, in my head, I like to think that's how it's going to go. Is that he was like, Telltale shutting down. They were working on a game for a property of mine. Dear employees of Telltale. Yeah. And then please come work for me because I know you need money. (laughs) (laughs) You got fucked. Let me help you for like a minute. Let me provide the lube. And he he was like uh, at 
New York Comic Con, actually, he was in a panel and he was like letting people know we are going to take over and finish the final season of the game because Andrew Lincoln is leaving the show this season. And he was like, I can't lose Clementine and Andrew Lincoln. I have to save somebody. <laughs> and Andrew's too expensive. He Well, he's also like he's done his time. Yeah. He's leaving. Everybody knows it, you know. Oh. So yeah, that's uh, that's Hooray. what's going on right now with the fall of Telltale. That's a space I guess meatball. that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, moving on from there, a little Pokemon Go news. Um, Pokemon from the Sinnoh region, the fourth generation Pokemon, will be making their way to Pokemon Go soon. Hell yeah! So far, the confirmed Pokemon are Piplup, Turtwig, Chimchar, and Giratina. Uh, a few more updates to Pokemon Go have been implemented based on player feedback, uh, such as the weather feature will have a reduced effect on the rate at which Pokemon appear, and certain areas like parks will have more varied species. Um, yeah. They also did just launch the first ever Pokemon released based off of Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, it was that little weird guy, it's wasn't a little, it? It's like, a little nut. Yeah. It, I can't remember what his name is now, but it, it's like, it looks like a little nut that you put on a screw. Minutin yeah. or something like it, that. He was like a weird little man and a whole bunch of people were like, hey, Pokemon Go. Hey, Niantic. Hey, Nintendo. What the fuck is this? But this is, he's the first Pokemon that wasn't released in a, a, a handheld console. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. The huh. first or Pokemon or on the show. Gone. Yeah. It's. Was he was released on Pokemon in Pokemon Go? Huh. Just, it's interesting, but I also don't want that to be like a habit. No, and I don't think it will be. I think this is just them saying, "Hey, we're gonna do this because <laughs> we don't want to wait for Pokemon uh, Pokemon Let's Go come out." Yeah. If that becomes habit, okay. I'm a little surprised, honestly, because I I'm pretty sure Nintendo also they publish the game, but I forget who actually runs it. Game Freak. Um, not not that Yokai Watch. I don't think I'm that's pretty a game sure Game Freak is it? does that too. I'm gonna have to look it up um, just for like so I could be sure. But I almost feel like that kind of a platform, the Ingress Pokemon Go platform would be a great platform for a Yokai Watch mobile game mm. because Yokai like, Watch is all about like there are these spirits that no one else can see yeah. and they inhabit people and change bits of their personality or their traits or they have like this negative effect on the world and you have to go and find them and help them to be whole within themselves so oh. that they can leave the people alone. Um, at least nice. that was the premise of the first game. Yeah. And you have this watch, the yokai watch, that oh. helps you to capture them kind of a thing. You, uh, a fun game to play is Let's Draw Yokai Watch, where oh you have... Oh my god, I <laughs> fucking love Let's Draw Yokai Watch. You have three to five people, because any more than that, and it's kind of unbearable. And one person describes the the monster, the creation, the the creature. Okay. One person describes it and the rest of you try to draw it based on those descriptions. And then you all file share your drawings. And then the person who tried to describe the creature shares what it actually looks like. And you can only do it with Yokai Watch because nobody fucking knows what they look like. <laughs> oh no, it's uh it's so it's a Nintendo uh level five Koei Tecmo Gung Ho Online Net Marble games. Oh, level five was the one in my head because there was the guys and that Ubisoft did, are developing. Oh, the guys that did um, Professor Layton and the Phoenix Wright games, level five. Oh, which are also very good at adapting their games to film or to uh, animation, I should say. No, to film too. Phoenix Wright. Right, there was a live action Phoenix Wright that I for, keep forgetting exists, and I haven't. I haven't seen it yet. That's probably a lot of why I haven't 
yeah included that but yeah like the professor layton um i think it was like the immortal diva or something like that undead diva something diva um you'd find it on the whole film on youtube and it's so good if you're a professor layton fan well, their animation was fantastic in the game anyway. Right. So. And it's still level five doing the movie. Right. So it's the same animation, the same voice actors, the same like basic uh, ideas for how they progress. Right. Just it's a little less game intensive. And I also like that because the Professor Layton games, you're not always solving the same mystery. So they don't try and here's the movie. Remember this game you played? It's basically that. But in a movie and you don't get to interact, they did a whole different mystery. So it's like this is a thing that's just with. The Eternal Diva. Uh, it's just a thing that is uh, the movie. So you it's can get essentially like another... reading a new Sherlock Holmes book. Right. Exactly. That's the, a really good way, way to put, to put it, it, actually. Like, especially um, with, with Professor Layton. Like, it's it's just a mystery. I want a Professor Layton game on the Switch. Nintendo, if you're listening. <laughs> hello. First off, thanks for listening. <laughs> Secondly, Professor Layton, please. Uh, it'll be more of a level five thing. I should, I'm going to tweet at level five and be like, where's my Layton game? Do it. I'm going to do that right start, now. I'll let you continue on with the a news. Anyway... Uh, that was the Pokemon Go stuff. Um, coming uh, around the bend to Fallout 76. Yeah. So a Fallout 76 stress test um, kicks off this Saturday, October 13th, only for certain chosen Xbox Insider members. Yeah. Uh, allegedly, it's easy to become an Insider member uh, by just installing the Xbox Insider Hub app to your Xbox. I don't know. I haven't tried it. I don't know. Like, I had never fucking heard of this right. before yeah. I was reading this. Uh, the stress test is a timed test hosted by the Xbox Insider program. Uh, the stress test players will be under a non-disclosure agreement, and progress made in the test will not be carried over to the beta or the full game. So this is essentially just seeing it's like what's going to happen when X amount of players launch this yeah. game. Yeah. I think it's less of a stress test. I think they're calling it that for a very specific reason. I think that Xbox Insider is giving Bethesda a lot of money. Oh, absolutely. To let them do their own mini beta before the beta. Yeah, it's it's a pre-beta. So, it's not an alpha, but it's pre-beta to yeah. see what they need to fix before the beta launches next week. Yeah. So it's only like... You, if you're an insider and you have the game, I think it's if you have the game and like you have like signed up for it and shit and whatever, you will be randomly chosen. Right. And then you can be like, yes, I accept. And then you have to like accept the NDA and sign the NDA. Right. Screw and then that. Do this, yeah. It's I, I, I could not do that because I have a very loud mouth when it comes to stuff like that. You do. You'd wait like half ten, a second you did you wait like 10 minutes and be like you'll never guess <laughs> uh but uh, speaking of fallout 76 though the um um this past monday the 8th was when uh, a bunch of people were able to release their footage yeah, the press so that was actually interesting i've only watched one video it was the video that polygon released and it was really informative it was like an eight eight minute video yeah eh, maybe like 15 minute video i think and it was really informative. I should watch more videos because they were kind of just talking over different things in the game as opposed to I'm sure some people had like an active let's play vibe. Yeah, there, there so were a couple that I, I saw. Have, I need to find a couple and like just check it out um, just to see because I will still have to wait for the beta until at least the 30th. Knowing me that weekend. Knowing me, I'll just wait till the game comes out. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's only like 11 days I know. after it comes out. So, or 12, technically. Uh, Well, 
comes out the 14th, right? Is it? Oh, then it's 15 days yeah. after the beta starts. Yeah. So, so great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for the Fall 76 stuff. Uh, I'm still holding my breath, waiting for the beta. The beta? The beta. The beta to come out for the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, the final thing that I have up here, uh, Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, yeah. If you've heard of Obsidian Entertainment, you have played Fallout New Vegas, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, and or South Park, The Stick of Truth. They've, do- they've done so many other games that I didn't even know they ever did. Oh yeah, Obsidian but these these are like forever. These are like the biggest names that I was like, really? South Park fucking stick of truth? I mm-hmm. can't believe that. That's yep. amazing. So apparently Microsoft is very close to closing a deal to acquire Obsidian Entertainment. Yep. Uh this was as of the other day. I haven't like it didn't pop up on my radar that like it has been finalized as of Friday, but Yeah, I didn't see so, it till like yesterday. So Yeah. Uh, when asked about the acquisition, Microsoft had no comment to give, and Obsidian said, quote, Unfortunately, we don't comment on rumors or speculation other than to say that the rumors album by Fleetwood Mac still holds up. <laughs> I thought that was a nice touch. <sighs> yeah. That's... So it's like, I don't know if this is good or bad, because everybody has always wanted Obsidian to do another Fallout game. That they won't. Because... And it's like, if you said no one wrong, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are We're vastly different when it comes to our opinions of the one fallout game that obsidian helped with we are no i don't want it oh okay just a lot of like most of my friends who are like in the fallout like world fucking hated fallout 3 and they loved new vegas and they loved obsidian and they want obsidian to do the next fallout game and i'm like first of all it's never going to happen second of all i would be miserable i would hate it obsidian makes good games yes fallout new vegas was not one of them. No. If you if you're out there, you're listening. You liked maybe you loved Fallout New Vegas. I have uh, two questions for you. One, how, and two, how does it feel to be so fucking wrong? It's <laughs> and you know who do you buy your weed from? I have never <laughs> started. I've never started and immediately stopped playing a game so many times. Yeah. There, there's not a single game in the whole entire 26 and a half years I've been alive. There's never been a game where I've started it and never finished it so many times. Pretty sure I bought the game for like $2 on Steam, like the complete edition. Yeah. I, I got it because, okay, so my Fallout New Vegas quick summary story. <coughs> I saved up for weeks before it came out, bought the collector's edition that came with the comic, the poker chips, the playing cards. Yeah. Yeah, I have one All of that stuff. Chips. Yeah. And then I got the game, I put it in, and within a week I was like, nope, I'm returning this shit. It just doesn't <coughs> track. And then I got it again because I bought the mini nuke that came with all the games except Fallout 4. So right. one, two, tactics, uh, three, game of the year edition, and I'm still New surprised Vegas. that the mini nuke came with New Vegas. Mm. I'm surprised that it came with one and two and tactics. But I'm sure that's just because Zenimax bought the licensing to, to New Vegas because mm. they already had the licensing to tactics in one and two. Well, I mean, technically, uh, New Vegas was still a Bethesda property. It was just helped to be developed by Obsidian. So like, right. they still owned everything for yeah. it. They're fine. Uh, being that Zenimax is like the puppeteer at this point. Yeah. That whole debacle with um, Interplay owning one, two. It's funny because the 2012, the year Fallout New Vegas was set to, or not New Vegas, the year that Fallout Online was set to release. And then, you know, they pulled all the rights back from Interplay right. for Fallout Online. And... 
then subsequently said, hey, Interplay, know how you own these games because you made them? You can no longer sell them at all after 2012. Yeah. Sell all you want now, but as soon as this year's over... That's it. That's it. Yep. And so, you know, as a few years later, they come out with the Mini Nuke, and now you can buy them because Bethesda holds all rights to yep. the original right. 1-2 tactics. Right. Well, it's, and it's, it's, it's essentially strange. the same thing with, like, um, the Scott, the Elder Scrolls series. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Arena through... Or bef- it was one and two. One I'm and two, sure. just like um, Fallout, were Interplay, if I remember right. They weren't probably. They weren't Zenimax. Interplay was in one of those weird situations where they're like, we can either go completely bankrupt or we can sell some of our properties. Yeah. Right. So they sold their properties, then wanted them back, and then they went bankrupt anyway. So like, what? maybe Telltale fucking took a page maybe. out of their book, and we're like, well, we don't really have an option. Yeah. Uh, they're like, well, we could sell some of our rights to Bethesda. Maybe not. Yeah. Um. That is like, it's so weird. And, you know, I, I don't knock people for liking New Vegas, but it's like, stop trying to get me to like it so much. Stop trying to tell me it's the greatest Fallout game when clearly 3 was the best. It's Yeah, like, Fallout 3 is my favorite game, and I am not ashamed of it. Because Fallout 3... I clicked on Wikipedia, and it just opened <laughs> YouTube, so I don't understand what happened here. Fallout 3 gripped me at the start, and then... Pulled me all the way through that the game. Was, oh no, wait, that's 2000. I'm 100 percent with you on the fact that New Vegas is one of those games that I start, I get through the first couple of missions, and go, I could care less if I ever play this again. Yeah, I have started it probably 15 times over various consoles. I will never finish it. The story doesn't hold me. I don't know what my plot is. I know that at some point you can have sex with and then kill Chandler Bing, and that's great, but. I, there's a whole bunch of game in between me starting and that happening that it's just not worth it for me when I could just play Fallout 3 for the 70th time. <laughs> exactly. There's so much variety, I think, in the landscapes and everything going on in Fallout 3 and New Vegas doesn't have that for me. Yeah. That and it's like Fallout 1, something in the vault broke, go find it. Fallout 2, something in the vault broke, go find it. Fallout Tactics was like somebody is dying, go find help. And then like Fallout 3, your dad escaped and shit's gone wrong in the vault. Go find out what's going on. Fallout New Vegas. Someone shot you in the face, put you in a shallow grave, and we're telling you you want revenge. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Fallout 4. Crazy shit goes on. You lost your son. Go find him. Yeah. Like there's a common theme with everything but New Vegas, and that's the one that's just like, here, try and eat this story. <clears throat> it's also the only one that had pre-rendered cutscenes uh, up to that point. Yeah. Because everything Bethesda had done prior to that was in-game in-game mechanic cutscenes, so the graphics didn't change and then they brought in like i swear to god the animation team from twisted metal 3 for the ps1 <laughs> and they're like hey you guys haven't changed your animation style since 1997 right you want to do some cutscenes for this game the shade because they looked fucking terrible they look yeah. like barbie dolls and like i get it's new vegas they could do like they, they have like plastic surgery and stuff like don't give me that shit. The, and also don't give me the, you have to get through like the first 10 hours before it gets good because I'm not doing that. It's like, there's certain things where it's like, okay, this game take took me an hour to get through the slog of the beginning, whatever. This show took me a few episodes to get into, whatever. But it's like, if, if I have to get through the first three seasons of a show before it gets good, I'm not going to waste my time. If, if I have to spend five hours playing a game before it's enjoyable... I'm not going to, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I'd like to spend some of that time enjoying myself. <laughs> I would like to come at you and say, okay, 
I watched the first three seasons of My Little Pony. I read through probably half of Homestuck. I'm not playing New Vegas. Yeah. I draw my line there. <laughs> I am a garbage person and I will not play New Vegas. Yeah. Like, it's it's not happening. That's end of rant. Also, we just learned that Bethesda has always done the Elder Scrolls Bethesda games. Bethesda Softworks. Oh, okay. It was Bethesda Softworks for the first two, and then it was Bethesda Game Studios for Morrowind and then the rest of them. So it was still always Bethesda, which is interesting that they decided. I'm sure they didn't decide. I'm sure they were heavily inspired by something else, but they decided to change their style for Morrowind. Before we close off for the evening, there was a game that was brought up to me that I wanted to uh, see if either of you had played or really knew anything about. I just have to double check it in my Steam library really quick because I bookmarked it because I couldn't remember the freaking name. Uh, it's once it loads. Thank you, Steam, for taking forever when I need you to load soon. There we go. Um, do 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 Menomina. Do 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 do. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. I've heard of it. I've never played it. So I'm told that it's good stuff. Um, I mean, it's an old game at this point. It oh, came out February of 2012. Uh, the fun story here is it looks really good. Like, I'm probably going to pick it up when it goes on sale. It looks like a Dragon Age type game. Um, so if you like, I was told if you like Dragon Age, like you'd probably really get into this. Hmm. Um, the game was really like well Dragon put Age. together, but it's got very positive reviews still developed by 38 Studios. Kurt Schilling's company, oh. which, yeah. <laughs> Wait, who? Kurt, Kurt Schilling of the Red Sox. Yeah. I was going to say, isn't that a sportsman? Yeah. He, uh, um, founded 38 Studios in, um, was it Milford, Mass? Millbury? Oh. Millbury. Um, and then had the headquarters located in Providence, Rhode Island. For tax reasons. Huh. Rhode Island gave him a shit ton of money, mm -hmm. like put the state under, essentially, to fund this. Great. Company goes bankrupt. They go, how are you going to pay this back? I'm not worried about it. Don't worry. Oh, my God. It's fine. So <laughs> apparently it's a thing with people because I asked Ron about it because Ron lives in Rhode Island. And he's like, oh, no, we all know. We all know 38 Studios and Kurt Schilling and how he took all of state's money. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, man. But then so I like I looked up the, the company to see who else worked there. Head of creative writing, R.A. Salvatore. The, the fucking fantasy author. That's crazy. Like, there was uh, one other person that really stuck out to me. That I'm going to have to look up now because I was baffled by like some of the people that work there. Uh, so R.A. Salvatore, director of creative content. Todd McFarlane, executive art director. The creator of Venom. Yeah, creator of Venom. Did fuck? some of the amazing like Spider-Man. The guy who created the character Venom? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so he, Kurt, doesn't he also do a lot of like, is he the head of McFarlane Toys or is yeah. that something different? No, he's the okay. creator of Venom and Spawn. Yeah. And McFarlane Toys, which makes some of the like yeah. nicest action figures you've ever the seen. The best action huh. figures. So all of so this baseball player who makes more money than I will ever see in my life. <laughs> the, one of the baseball players who helped win the World Series for the Red Sox for the first time in 87 years. So he makes a lot of money. He had a lot of money. In theory. Oh, he yeah, he took all of this money from Rhode Island. <laughs> had, a bunch of, had a bunch of rich friends on his payroll and still bankrupted his company? Yeah. yeah what 2000, the fuck? 2010, according to Wikipedia, in 2010, the Rhode Island Economic Development Corporation, or EDC, approved a $75 million loan. Mistake. Guarantee to 38 Studios. 
38 had promised to bring 450 jobs to the state by the end of 2012. And on November, 20, on November 3rd of 2010, 38 Studios announced its closure of its $75 million financing package in conjunction with the EDC and the relocation of the Maynard, Massachusetts Development Studio Maynard. to one Empire Plaza, Providence, Rhode Island in early 2011. Uh, see if it tells me exactly when they declared bankruptcy. Uh, oh, yeah, because they were a subsidiary uh, under Electronic Arts. So EA. So it's one of the companies, EA8. Wow. Uh, February 7th. Da, 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 da. Yeah, bankruptcy. State of Rhode Island became concerned over 38 Studios finances after the economy deflated uh, or sorry, defaulted on a one point one two five million dollar loan payment. Studio had sent a check that bounced due to insufficient funds. Uh, do, 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 do. Give me a year. So dated her departure to March 12th when she took leave of absence to do, 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 May 24th, 2012, 38 studios officially declared bankruptcy. Wow. Yeah. So Schilling, two years. Kurt Schilling got indicted over this and he got, got off scot-free. It's why this is like, it's Kurt old Schilling, news, but like, American wow. Well, he, I just don't understand how the baseball man with so much money. It's well, like, I don't understand. I don't think, I don't think baseball contracts hold nearly as much as like football contracts. They don't. Cause I'm I, so used to sports people being like football contracts where they're like yes. a $3 billion. No, baseball holds more. It, it's still a lot of money. Cause baseball, there's no cap. They, they all wear caps in baseball, Jeff. That's why they're called baseball caps. Uh-huh. But like, <laughs> that's the crazy thing is like it baseball, it, even if it wasn't as much as football, which I get, I guess makes sense in a way because in football you're going to get way more injured. But like baseball <laughs> is damage. still, yeah, baseball That's is still cap it they don't like care. a lot of money, like millions of dollars per game. And it's how I, I, I don't understand. I need to bring this up with Watson when he starts doing his uh, Never Made Varsity podcast again because I want to hear his hot take on it. I would love to. I would love to understand from like a person who is a sports <laughs> Person. A who is a, a sports, sports who is a sports person a to, person who is sports to tell me what the truth is but anyway that's all of our rants and hot takes for the week thank yeah. you guys so much for listening don't forget if you want yeah dude gamers merchandise check out the store i'm probably going to be actually clearing out most of our merch store very soon Please. to repopulate um so if you want something get in yeah. there and get it now because I, the purge is happening also i have a lot of yeah dude logo hex logo the yeah dude hex logo with the blue and pink words yep. i have a lot of those stickers so if you are a super fan and you'd like one just like hit us up somehow and i'll just mail you a sticker or give it to you if we know you in real life but even if yeah. you're like remote like i, I still I have, have to send static his i have his envelope it got returned Oh, no. Probably because there's too much shit in it and I didn't put enough stamps. But yeah. So I'm like, well, I obviously just need to get a larger envelope and send you more stuff. I have it. And then I, just bring it to the post office and be like, weigh this and tell me what I owe you. Yeah. I have big envelopes if you need. But like, th- I would have a lot of them. I just have like a roll sitting on my nightstand just t- taking up real estate because I got 50 stickers. So. Oh, man. Like, if you want stickers, if you like stickers, I have them. I have many You can of put them on stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, head up, head up the store if you want to see what we've got right now, because that stock is going to be changing. Um, Streamlabs now allows us to do limited time runs automatically. Ooh. So we can like put up a design and be like, this is going to run for either this many sales or this amount of time. And so that's going to be super fun. So cool. If you haven't checked out our live streams on Twitch yet, what are you doing with your life? Go check out the link in the description below. Follow us on Twitch so you know when we go live, because we're running an extra life charity October or not. 
not October, November 3rd and 4th. Yep. 12 hours each day to raise money for Boston Children's Hospital. You don't want to miss it. We bought a TENS machine. Yep. Uh, It's going to be derpy as heck. It's going to be fucked up. Also, we have a drawing tablet for the PS3 that I'm going to try and get Joe to use. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. At least. Definitely will. So... And as always, don't forget to check out the Amazon mystery link in that description. Drop a like, share this with your friends if that's the type of thing that you're into. And until next week, happy gaming. See ya! This Week in Gaming is a Yadude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. I, while you were um, looking, I read a fucking really long Facebook post earlier this week that was like, it started out with a guy going to get checked for, I think, skin cancer, just like a routine checkup where he saw that the, there was like a lump in his armpit and he was concerned. So he goes to the doctor and it's cancer. So they treat it and it goes away and then it comes back and it goes away and it comes back and he gets all these surgeries and like it spreads to his brain and he has aneurysms and they do surgery on his brain. So he has like a huge dent in his head. And at the end, I'm like, like at this point, it's like years of cancer and different surgeries and it's like getting real tragic. And he's like lost a lot of motor skills and stuff. And I'm like, God, this is like the best comeback story I've ever seen. And at the end, it's it turns from posts from him to posts from his wife being like, and we'll remember him always. He lived life no. to the very end. And I was like, no, oh, my God. <laughs> It took me me 15 minutes to read about, like, the best comeback story ever. And now I'm crying at work. (laughs) Great. Great.